Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Soul Flow Radio. I will be your host today. My name is Jason, and today's going to be an interesting topic. Um, I know we haven't recorded a video in a while. Uh, you know, life happens, and some some things took a priority over the Soul Flow Radio. It, you know, this is one of the passion projects, so. I guess unfortunately sometimes your passions can can get put aside for uh, necessities. But I'm back and I'm ready to start sharing some more. So today we're going to be talking about negative energy. It's a subject that comes up a lot in um, spirituality in general. I see it all over social media. Um, people that aren't even quite spiritual still focus on negative energy. Or maybe not focus on ener negative energy, but talk about it. So I want to talk about it. I want to dive into it. I want to maybe give people a different perspective on negative energies and how to deal or handle them. So I'm actually using some of the websites. You're going to hear a little clicking in the background every now and then. Um, for some websites that I kind of went... Um, to look up so that I can give you guys some ideas or perspectives of where I'm coming from. So just like um, how to deal, how, how negative energy affects your life and how to clear it um, is one of um, uh, seven ways to protect yourself from other people's negative energy, 14 positive people, 14 ways positive people separate themselves from negative energy. These are just some of the websites that I just put, um, pulled up real quick after just searching for how to deal with negative energy. So... Uh, a lot of people are always trying to find ways to deal with it, protect themselves from it, you know, wearing stones, um, using Reiki, prayer, um, you know, creating energy, protective bubbles, and and all that good stuff. And, and that is all fine and dandy, um, I guess. <laughs> I, I kind of disagree. That's where I'm coming in. So I guess we'll just start out by saying how I, how I view negative energy. So I'm looking at negative energy not as a negative thing. It's it's a necessity. Without without up, you can't have down. Without left, you can't have right. Without positive, you cannot have negative. So, so in order to have positive things in your life, there has to be a balance. There has to be the yin and yang, or at least that's our concept. Until you look at things in a equanimous way, and using equanimity. So equanimity, mental calmness, composure, and evenness of temperature, especially in a difficult situation. To look at things equanimously means you're 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 looking at them with mental calmness, with composure, and evenness. So there's an evenness, so there's a balance. So this goes for negative and positive things, and it's I guess on the on the road to enlightenment, if that's what you're searching for, and, and someone that is enlightened would would not get um, would would not get over emotional if something negative happened to them. They also would not get over emotional if something positive happened to them. They would they would be equanimous in each of those situations and not let that situation control their emotions. That's that's really what I'm getting at is that we allow good and bad things to control our emotions and to give us these highs and lows and the and the, the, the less you are able to let things control you and your emotions, um, the better life can be. And it doesn't mean that you, you, you have to be like, meh, all day, every day. You can be happy. You can enjoy it, and you're going to have your ups and downs. It's just being aware of that and letting that control it. So back to the negative part. 
So the, one of the sites I'm looking at is like, what are the symptom, symptoms of negative energy in a body? Um, headaches, stomach aches, anxiety, depression, sudden mood swings, restlessness, confusion, tension. Those are all signs of negative energy. And how do you deal with that? So you don't block it. You don't hide from it. You don't ignore it. You have to deal with it. And I think that's part of the problem is that everyone wants to protect themselves from negative energy. And what you don't realize is that you're actually only protecting yourself from healing yourself. So let me, let me dive a little deeper. If you look at it from a law of attraction standpoint, or even just, you know, yeah, law of attraction or manifesting, we create our own realities. Everything in your life. Everything in front of your face right now, you created. The fact that I'm speaking to you through this podcast, you created that. I mean, we co-created it, but you manifested this this moment, this this talk, because this is what you needed to hear. I'm speaking it because I'm inspired to speak it, and I'm getting my inspiration from you guys. We're all co-creating. We're creating this reality. So this is what you need to hear. So listen. <laughs> Negative energy is nothing but lessons. It's nothing but you attracting it. So you can never fully protect yourself from a negative energy because you're attracting it. So until you figure out why you're attracting that negativity, deal with it, release it, let it go, transmute it, however you want to pray about it, however you do it, until you deal with it, you're always going to attract that negative situation. It's why some people have repeated um, relationship issues with new partners. It's because you're attracting the same partner because you never dealt with whatever the issue was with the first partner that was in that negative situation. Now, I know there's some controversy. I don't want to say controversy. There's going to be some issues and people are not going to want to accept part of this, but this is what you need to accept. You attract everything. You've created your entire life. You've manifested it and the good and the bad. And that can be difficult to, to grasp. Um, even for myself, like the, you know, I've gone, I've gone through some things in my childhood and in my life that I would have preferred not to. And for someone to tell me that it's my fault um, doesn't sit right with me, you know, it's, it's something that I wish that I could just continue to be the victim of, and not take ownership of it, and, and it's not to say that others aren't at fault for the wrong that they did to me, that's not what we're saying, it's saying, it's like, so here, here's an example of something, let's see, okay, so you're in an abusive relationship, right, and you attracted that abusive relationship. You attracted that abusive person to you. Now, you didn't make that person abuse you. That's not what we're saying. You didn't make that person an abusive person either. They were already an abusive person. You, for some reason, are attracting this abuse in order, I mean, probably in order for you to actually find your power, for you to have a voice, and for you to actually stand up for yourself. And so both of you were put together so that you could both learn a lesson. One, to learn a lesson that they need to control their emotions and not, and not um, express them in a physical way by harming others. 
and then you by learning to speak up when someone is abusing you, harming you or something or giving you your power back. And this is just a specific example. This may not be for everybody that's being abused, but you both attracted each other in that sense. Someone you attracted you attracted the abuser and the abuser attracted someone that needed to be abused. And as messed up as that sounds, that's that's what it is. And so if you if you somehow get out of that abusive relationship but you haven't handled dealt with whatever whatever that causes, you know, if you haven't found your voice, then the next relationship you get into, you're just going to attract another abuser. You're just going to you're you're just going to cycle. You're going to you're going to keep on cycling until you learn that life lesson. So look at negative as life lessons. Look at every negative situation as an opportunity to grow, an opportunity to learn, and not an opportunity to try to hide from it or to protect yourself from it. And and there are plenty of situations that most of us go into knowing there's a possibility of negative situation, of, of negative things happening. Um, you know, specific people that you, you see on the regular, you, you expect there to be an encounter, an argument, a disagreement, whatever, and you're attracting that. So how do you get away from that? By avoiding the person? Then you're just going to have that interaction with someone else. And it's like, I, I mean, just an example, I see people arguing about politics online, and you may avoid speaking to certain people because you have had several disagreements with that person, um, when it comes to politics, religion, life, whatever, spirituality, whatever you're disagreeing about. And so you may avoid them. And then you may find that you're still having those disagreements with new people and people you haven't even met before. And so you're the problem if you want to look at it that way. You're not really a problem. It's something that you need to figure out. You need to resolve. You need to figure, you need to understand yourself. So. It's an empowering thing. And also, we can look at this from, speaking of empowerment, um, you're coming from a weakness. You're allowing others to affect you. You're, you're, you're basically saying that you can't enjoy a certain scenario or situation because of a negative person that's going to be there. So you're, you're allowing someone to ruin your whole experience and take control over your emotions. But yet, others don't. I mean, have you ever been to a party where you had a bad experience, a bad encounter with someone, but everybody else at the party had a good time? Or, you know, you, you walk away from some any situation where, you know, your, your experience was different than the others, but you all showed up at the same party. So what was the difference? The fact that you chose to let someone else ruin your party. The fact that you chose to let that affect you in a negative way instead of taking back that power. So this is this is a lot about taking back the power. Take back ownership of your life and take back control. Because regardless if you're aware of it or not, you are in control of your life. You're controlling the bad things that are happening. You're controlling the negative things that are happening. Um, it's more subconsciously, but it's still happening and you're still in control. So take back that control and that awareness. Negative energy. So let's let's go into another website, uh, or even just so like this one teaches you how to cleanse your house. So like let me cleanse my and and I could see how cleansing is a good thing, you know, to remove negative energies from your house. 
Um, but the only negative energies that are ever going to affect you are the ones that need to affect you and you need lessons from. So anytime you're cleansing negative energy, all you're doing is stopping a lesson. You're, you're hindering yourself. You're really holding yourself back. I really want you to get this in your head. I'm trying to find different ways to, to give you that perspective. We're, we're attracting everything, every moment, every breath, every everything you see in front of you in every single moment, you are manifesting, you are creating your reality. So every single negative energy, emotion, if you move into a house that's full of negative energy, it's there for a reason. And you're attracting it for a reason. So learn and understand instead of clearing it and then having to deal with it somewhere down the line. Because the other thing the universe will do uh, at least in my experiences, is, I may have mentioned this before, but maybe not in these podcasts, but they give you signs, they give you hints, they give you opportunities to work through these negative things. And I think initially they come through as whispers. That's the way I use the example. You know, the, the first time you're faced with dealing with a negative thing, it may just be a little hint. You may have a small encounter with someone at a grocery store that you'll never see again. And that might be that opportunity for you to understand why you're triggered by that person or, you know, whatever it is. And maybe you don't learn that lesson and, you know, you go home upset. And then later on, maybe you have another encounter, this time with a friend. Maybe one that you don't see that often, but more than the person you do in the grocery store. So now the whisper is getting a little louder. And if you don't deal with it, it's going to continue to come back because it's still something in your energy that you're attracting. You know, if you're holding on to a negative emotion, it's going to attract negative things in order to allow you to release it and work through it in whatever way. So those whispers start to get louder and louder. And eventually, if you don't deal with it, they're going to start yelling at you and yelling at you and slapping you in the face until the until you get to the point where you just give up and you just let go and you're just like you know what i can't take anymore i'm done and then that's when things actually start to work out so why not listen to those whispers stop ignoring the whispers and start being more aware of them so stop cleansing and clearing and protecting yourself from negative energy and negative people and realize that if you go somewhere and have a negative encounter with someone it's for a reason and figure that out. Ask, why, why is this person triggering me? Why, why am I having this negative encounter now? Why, what can I do to deal with this or work through this? And your subconscious mind is a very powerful thing. And if you ask it questions like this, um, you will be amazed on how the answers will come up. It may come up right away. You might actually, as you're asking it, like a thought will pop up in your head and actually give you the answer. Uh, it may take some time. Uh, best example I can use is when you're, well, back in the day before we had easy access to internet on the phones, if you're having a conversation with, you know, others and you're trying to figure out the name of an actor or the name of a movie or a character in a movie or whatever, and none of you can figure that out, but you know it because you've seen the movie. It's in your subconscious. It's in your memory somewhere. It's just not easily accessible right now, right? So you're trying to figure it out, you know, you guys are talking it through, and no one can figure it out. So you say, ah, forget it. 
and you start to talk about something else and you leave it alone. You leave it alone, but your subconscious doesn't. Your subconscious doesn't like unanswered questions. Your subconscious wants a resolution, an end, an answer to everything. So while you guys are continuing to talk about new subjects and new topics, your subconscious is frantically rummaging through the files of your mind, trying to find that name of that person, of that character, of that movie that you can't think of. And when it finally does... All of a sudden, one of you, mid-conversation, that has nothing to do with what you're talking about, would be like, oh, yeah, his name was so-and-so. How does that happen? You're subconscious. So if it can happen with little things, like finding out the character of a movie, why not use that power, the power of your mind, to find out why negative things are affecting you? Why is... Why is my friend getting on my nerves so much? Why do why do they keep triggering me and ignoring me? What is what is it about them that bothers me so much? Just a- asking that, even just saying that out loud right now. Um, if I had a friend in mind, eventually my subconscious would probably come up with an answers. And I've gotten answers. I've I've received so many answers this way. Um, it's amazing. And like I've said, sometimes it's sometimes it's been immediately. Sometimes I kind of already know the answer, and just saying it internally or out loud actually helps me. Um, process it a little bit easier and sometimes it takes a month sometimes it's a month later and it's like hey remember that issue you were dealing with and then a memory will pop up or something or a thought or or someone will come into my life that to remind me of why I'm being triggered the way I am so face these negative energies Seven ways to protect yourself from other people's negative energies. Set and enforce limits. Um, Respond mindfully, don't react. Introduce lighter topics of discussion. Focus on solutions, not problems. Maintain a level of emotional detachment from other people's opinions of you. Well, these these are good examples. These are good um, things that, you know, tools that can be used. Um, Let go of the desire to change other people's negative tendencies. Dedicate ample time every day to self-care. Now, seven of the like these are seven. What I say, seven ways, um, seven ways to protect yourself from other people's negative energy. The only way to protect yourself from other people's negative energy is for you to not have any of your own. If someone has a negative energy in them that resonates with something that you need to deal with, you're going to bring it up. It's it's why sometimes. You can't stand a person, and you're like, how? You even ask, have you ever asked a friend, like, oh my God, like, how are you friends with them? I can't stand them, right? They can stand them because whatever issue you need to deal with, they don't have that issue. They're not dealing with that negative um, setback or, you know, not setback, that negative challenge. You know, I I feel like it's all growth, it's all ways for us to grow. If we were to just hold on to everything negative we had and there was no way to actually release it or deal with it or face it, then what would be the point? It's there for a reason. It's there for life lessons. Something you went through in your life up to this point got you in this scenario for this life lesson. So use it that way. Um, There were several times years, years ago that, you know, I would dread going to certain scenarios because of the negative people that I had to deal with. And through my meditation and my spiritual practice, I realized that 
these situations didn't go away. They kept coming up. I kept having to go back to this scenario over and over again. And so in that moment, I realized there's only one thing I can change, obviously. I can't change the fact that these scenarios are going to keep coming up because they keep coming up. But what I can change is how I react to them, how I handle them, and how I face them. So when going into a negative situation, or what I would perceive as a negative situation, I now look at it as an opportunity to grow, an opportunity to not let someone trigger me, an opportunity to understand the person that's getting on my nerves. And that happens as well. Um, Prime example, I was at work, and there was this certain individual that was getting on my nerves and I didn't understand exactly what about him was rubbing me the wrong way. And so for weeks, I kind of avoided him and just, you know, any opportunity I had to not be around him, I would take up on that opportunity and it worked well for a while, but he was still there. You know, he was still there. He may, I may not have to deal with him one-on-one face-to-face a lot, but he was still there. I could still hear him in the background every now and then I still saw him. And that's, and that still sparked a little bit of an emotion because whatever he was doing to trigger me was still in that. So all it took was just seeing him to trigger it again. And so one day on my way to work, I was just like, you know what? I'm tired of this. I'm tired of feeling trapped as if I have to avoid this person just to avoid negative situations or negative encounters. And I was like, so I need to understand why. I need to understand what about him is triggering me. And what do you know? That day, I ended up getting paired up with him to work with him. And we talked. And he actually opened up to me more than any of our other conversations that usually were just disagreements and and him... um, being the type of person that was triggering me. Basically, he was being arrogant and egotistical, and I, and to to put it lightly, and it bothered me. And so I got to understand him more and understand like where he's coming from in life, and and I got to know more about him and his struggles and how he got to where he is. And after understanding all that, it didn't change who he was or the lies he told or the arrogance in him. But it helped me understand why he's arrogant and why he tells the lies he does and why and why that bothered me. It bothered me because um, I don't like dishonesty. Uh, I try to be as honest to people as possible. I try to be 100 percent honest and maybe I hold that back sometimes, too. So I feel like that was part of what was triggering me. And also just like I I don't like to be lied to. Um, and, and the arrogance thing, you know, it's, I I know that I'm not better than anyone. I see that. I, I know that I'm an amazing person and I have potential and I'm special. We're all special. We're all special in our own ways. We all have potential and I'm not better than anyone. And so anyone that kind of goes against that belief of mine and thinks they're better than others and, and looks down on other people, uh, I get a little defensive on that, you know, and, and maybe, And that was something that I needed to realize how to handle differently than just being frustrated with this person. And I found that, like, at least in this scenario, 
that sometimes asking them questions to create a perspective that they're actually creating for themselves works great. Now, I, some of this that I've learned through life coaching and other um, spiritual practices like that. So maybe this isn't just you know an easy tool to to pick up, but get an understanding. Get it. Get just getting an understanding of you know. It, I'm using people um, as an example. You know, negative people. Get that understanding of them. Ask as many questions as you can, even without letting them know that they're bothering you. Ask them. You know, when when they say or do something that you don't like or that triggers you. Ask them why they're doing that. Hey, like I don't, I don't understand why you're doing this. Is there, is there something I'm missing? Did I do something wrong? You know, I'm just trying to get a deeper understanding of what's going on here. Instead of coming at it from a defensive point and being like, "Hey, you shouldn't do this. I don't like when you do this. I don't like the way this makes me feel." Those are negative ways, and the negativity just begets more negativity. So. All right, moving on to some other websites. So 14 ways positive people separate themselves from negative energy. Um, the only way to actually separate yourself from negative energy is to always be positive. But like I said, I feel like there's life lessons in that. So I'm not sure how, how well. But, you know, it's funny. These, these techniques work and they're good to have. It's just not for what they're using it for. So like this one, it says, number one, um, they create happiness from within. Happy people don't base their happiness on external sti st stimulations. They realize once the, the stimulant is gone, their mood will be ruined. Instead, they look for internal sources of positive energy and practice mindfulness. This is true in the fact that you are the only one that can ever create your happiness. Um, we allow others to create our happiness. I, I allow my wife to create my happiness. But in doing that... You also allow them to create your sadness because anything that can bring you happiness can take it away. Anything that can bring you that happiness can also take away your happiness. And so realizing this, that any external situation, person, material thing can never truly create happiness will allow you to take back control of that. Now, that doesn't mean that it's bad to have things. It's okay to enjoy life and have stuff. It's all right. Just don't have that attachment to the stuff and don't allow that stuff to control your happiness. They practice positive thinking. Well, obviously, this is. Obviously, positive people, positive thinking people don't attract negative things because the more. The more positive you are, that you're, you're attracting what you are. So you're going to attract this. So this is an obvious one. This is, really doesn't help. To me, this doesn't help you in a different way. And so by attracting negative things, though, and dealing with them, you're also becoming more positive. You're, you're releasing things that no longer serve you and letting go of things that no longer serve you. But the only way to ever allow things to no longer serve you is to let them serve their purpose. So once again, coming back to protecting yourself from negative energies. If you're protecting yourself from a negative energy, you're never going to allow that negativity within you to serve you in a purpose, in a positive way. They look for reasons to believe in themselves. Um, yeah, I guess so. They cut off negative people. 
This is one that we've already spoke about. You can't really cut off negative people. Sure you can, but more negative people are just going to continue to come into your life because that's what you are attracting. You you are unfortunately you are the negative person, right? You're you're only you're you're attracting mirrors. Everyone is just a mirror. Everyone's just a reflection of how you are that day. If you go through a day and you see nothing but beautiful, happy people, it's a reflection of how you felt that day. You felt like a beautiful, happy person. And you're surrounded by beautiful, happy people. Spend time in nature. Um, you know, I mean, obviously spending time in nature um, is a positive thing. Grounding, um, you know, the, the fresh air, just being in all of that positive energy because nature is pretty much just positive energy it's a great way to you know to help refuel but yeah they avoid impulsive spending um i guess <laughs> you know like i said before you know i mean it's not like things are bad for you so i don't know if i completely agree with these and that's kind of why i'm going through these okay let's read what it says so they avoid impulsive spending nowadays extra deals and sales fight for your attention so it's easy to end up lost in the buying mode whereas excessive buying may make you feel better instantly from a long-term perspective it's an unhealthy habit positive people avoid at all costs they would rather invest in experiences to discover the world and create some great memories all fine and dandy um impulsive spending though but if you if you have something that you're passionate about, like for me, I love computers. If I saw a sale on a computer component that I was interested in and debating on purchasing and the you know that's that seemed like a good deal, I would impulsively buy it and to me that's okay because it's it's to support something that I enjoy doing. I enjoy I enjoy playing computers, I enjoy building them, I enjoy you know just anything with computers troubleshooting modding them all that good stuff so the impulse to do so is inspired by creative creativity right it's not inspired from a negative situation so sure impulsive spending can be a bad thing if you're just doing it because it wants to you know because you you, you want to be happy so once again that just that comes from a negative thing so why what 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 created that impulse so you know work backwards they accept failure. P positive people embrace failure, and they realize it's only a way to learn and grow. So, the to me, that's yes. Positive people embrace failure and realize it's only a way to learn and grow. Failure, negative situations, a negative outcome, is just an opportunity to learn and grow, just like negative people are. Which is why I'm encouraging you to not avoid negative people. <laughs> Circling back. Uh, they take full responsibility. This is another thing. Positive people always give themselves the responsibility for what happens in their lives, whether it is success or failure. It's always an, it's always an effect of their actions and thoughts. And a positive person will never blame external factors and focus on things within to reach, within the reach that could be improved. By doing that, they pursue being better and experience constant progress instead of getting frustrated by things out of their control. It's funny that they use this one. And yet, they say, you know, these are ways that people separate themselves from negative energy. Yes, they, the way you separate yourself from negative energy is you take full responsibility of it and realize that it's not negative anyways. They, they learn to control their thoughts. Um, 
yeah, I don't really, I don't, I'm not going to go into that one. Uh, they devote some time to relax. They believe there's always a solution. They know when to say no. They look for anyone's approval. They don't look for anyone's approval. So, I mean, the, like I said, these are all good, um, these are all good tools to use and advice for anyone. Um, not just for some, someone that's trying to separate themselves from negative energy. Because you can't separate yourself from negative energy. It's part of the balance. Um, how to protect yourself from absorbing other people's negative energy. You can't. I mean, you can, but eventually it's going to yell at you. You know, let's go back to that whisper. So you protect yourself from the whisper, right? Put on a stone and, you know, you protect yourself from these whispers of negative energy. And because you're ignoring them, they're like that little kid that's going to keep bucking you until you say yes or listen. And it's going to get louder and louder and louder and louder and louder until you can't protect yourself anymore. So why not deal with a whisper instead of getting smacked in the head with someone yelling at the top of their lungs and knocking you off your ass and knocking you down to the floor and now you have to get back up. Whereas before it was just a little whisper, right? <laughs> so just think about that. Like how, how would you rather deal with the situation? Would you rather deal with the negative situation the very first time in a very subtle, easy way? Or would you rather hit rock bottom before you realize that you have to deal with this negative situation? So this is um, how to protect yourself from absorbing other people's negative energies. Um, number one, identify whose emotion is present. When negative emotion takes over, it's important to identify the source. It is your own negative emotion. Is it your own negative emotion or did you pick it up from someone else? If it's yours, then you can deal with it and work through those emotions. But if it is someone else's, you need to recognize that it's not your burden to carry and let it go. So I'm going to agree to disagree on this one. I believe that we are all one and therefore not taking ownership of any negative emotion that comes up would be creating separation and where that'd be a whole nother video but it's not a good thing we're all connected we are all one and the only way like I said the only way you're going to take on negative emotions from other people is if it's something you haven't dealt with I've been around negative people before and I've, I've realized this and learned this is that the more I work on myself and and deal with my negative issues and you know thoughts emotions and stuff that I've gone through the more I realize that I can I can feel the negativity from other people but it doesn't affect me in the same way that it used to because it used to affect me in the fact that I would become negative in that way too and now it's just more of being aware that they're negative so yes identifying whose emotion is present is necessary but also identifying that they're only tricking you triggering you because it's in you as well is also necessary so identifying it is is fine but why is it only coming up when you're around people because it's you. Put some distance between you and the negativity. <laughs> Go
Go outside, take a walk, eat lunch in your car. Whatever you have to do to give yourself some space away from the negativity and negative people, do it. Sometimes all you need is a few minutes to regroup your thoughts and remind yourself that their negativity is not your negativity. Once again, there's the separation. Um, I still have to, I have to disagree with this. Yes, yes, they have negativity, but we don't allow, like, I guess it's just, it's better put in practice, and maybe it's just me personally, and I mean, I'm, I know I'm not the only one that's able to deal with this, but I've dealt with negative people. I worked, my last full-time job was full of stress and negativity, and there were people that I didn't get along with, but through understanding them and understanding why they bothered me or what triggered them about me and just getting to know them better and understanding them better, um, I ended up getting along with them. And even to the point where some people didn't understand why I got along with them so well. And that's because I, that's because I went through some growth, some understanding of my own and no longer allowed them to affect me. And actually, I, I, I even noticed that their attitude towards me would change as well, just because I treated them a different way. If you, if you have someone in your life that's miserable all the time, then you're never excited to see them. And so if you're not excited to see someone because they're miserable all the time, well, what do you think your emotion is reflecting onto them when they see you? Even though they are the miserable person, if they're coming to you all the time and you're just not happy to see them, don't want to see them, want nothing to do with them, how would that ever change their emotion? So even looking at it that way, and I do this too, you know, I, I look at, oh God, I got to deal with this negative person today. Awesome. This is an opportunity for me to try to be as positive as I can with this person. And when they, when they complain about something, find that positive outlook and, and bring them up, bring the light to them and, and maybe, you know, raise their vibration a little bit and help their negative energy out. That's the challenge. Instead of the, the avoidance, just because you don't want to deal with it, do you think they want to deal with it? Do you think anyone that's actually in a negative situation or, or, or is a miserable person actually wants to deal with it? They don't. Deep down... They really don't. Now, some of them, it's it's been so long that they identify with it, but nobody really wants to deal with it. But that's part of the problem, too, is you actually have to deal with it. You have to, you have to deal with it to let it go. Moving on. Know your limits. When it comes to dealing with negativity and negative energy, it's important to know the triggers, what triggers that feeling in you. Yes, this is true. When you can identify a feeling associated with negativity, you can identify it sooner and deal with it faster. If that negativity is associated with a person, you can see it coming from a mile away and start walking in the other direction. See, so they, <laughs> they tell you to deal with it faster, right? You can identify it sooner and deal with it faster, but do they mean deal with it in the fact of dealing with it with just running away from the person? Because then you can see it coming a mile away and start walking in the other direction. So it's still it's still encouraging you to avoid it, which, yeah. Um, number four, just breathe. If you feel like you're becoming overwhelmed with negative emotion, energy, or someone else's negative emotion or energy, then take a few moments to regulate your breathing and reset your thoughts. This is true, you know, this mindfulness, you know, bringing yourself back to the present moment, taking a few deep breaths, counting to ten, um, just kind of centering yourself. This is necessary, and this is a good. This is a good technique, and it's something that you should do. You know, if you're if you're getting ready to go into 
a negative situation. Take a moment, center yourself, take a deep breath, Be, become aware of it instead of just going in blindly, right? Number five, meditate. Um, this is kind of similar to number four, just breathe, because when you're meditating, you're really just breathing. You're doing nothing, just sitting. Um, get clear with people. When it comes to managing negative energy and negative people, sometimes you just have to put your foot down and say no. The word no has a lot of power that we often take for granted. It can stop someone in their tracks when it's used correctly. If someone is trying to steal your sunshine, setting limits and boundaries with that person can go a long way to changing the tune of their song when they are around you. You are allowed to tell them to stop. This is really good for people that come and they always want to complain to you. They always want to dump all their problems on you. Um, try to find a nice way to let them know, like, hey, like, you know what, like, I love you, I appreciate you, but right now, like, like, let's just talk about something positive. Like, I don't really want to complain about, I don't, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to hear it. There, there, <clears throat> find a nice way to do it. And guess what? If you can't find a nice way to do it, then you may just have to say, like, hey, like, every time we talk, like, all you do is dump all your problems on me. And all you do is complain to me. And, like, we never really get to talk about me or anything. And so, like, let, hey, let's try to find some balance. Like, you know, I don't have a problem listening to your problems. I am, I am here for you. But yet, like, you know, this needs to be two-way communication. Like, you know, we need to be there for each other and not just you dumping everything on me. You may not establish that and that may upset them, but guess what? It's only going to upset them if there's something in them that needs work, right? The only time you're ever going to make anyone emotional is if there's something they need to deal with because like I said before, you can't technically make anyone emotional. It's their choice. It's their reaction, even if it's subconsciously a choice they're choosing to, to react a certain way to your response. So even if you say something in a mean way, if someone's in the right place, they won't take it in the mean way. They'll take it for what it is. They'll take it for your true intentions. So know that. You have to get clear with people. This is true. Visualize yourself immune to negative energy. Um, yeah, I'm not even going to dive into that one. I think that's ridiculous too. You're not immune to negative energy. Um, you can rename it and not call it negative energy. You can just call it life lessons which is uh, normally what I do, it's opportunities. You know, if there's a problem, there's an opportunity for growth. If you're at work and a problem arises, there's an opportunity for you to now deal with that problem, understand that problem, find ways to prevent it from happening, and maybe even improve how you work, how your system works, how the business works, whatever, whatever the scenario is. You can find a way to, to do things better, and you can't do that without negative things happening put it out of your body when negative energy does make its way into your life you can put it right back out of your life by vision by using visualization to push it from your physical self imagine seeing the negative energy leave your body and visualize filling the space with positive energy this may work but i feel like you have to dive a little deeper and actually understand why it's there in the first place everything in us is there for a reason Every, every little energy, every thought, every the reason why you are exactly the way you are is because it's there for a purpose. Everything serves a purpose in you. Every, every piece of hair on your body, the hangnail that you just got, you know, everything. So, yes, it can be released, but 
I feel like without understanding, you're not truly releasing it and you're not really diving deep. Number nine, wash it off. Um, cleansing yourself is good. Uh, if you feel physically and mentally drained from a negative encounter or have been carrying around negative energy all day, take a shower or a bath. Uh, they will help you feel like you are physically washing away the negative energy. Not to mention a hot shower or bath will help you feel refreshed and relaxed. Once again, not a bad thing to do, but not a thing to do just to cleanse yourself from something. Know that know that if you are to the point where you feel like you need to take a shower or bath to, to clean all the, 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 the negative muck off of you, know that it's coming back. Know that it's only temporary. And we got dogs back. Hold on one second. Sorry about that. Okay, so had the dogs barking a little bit in the background. Never came plan for that. <laughs> okay, so getting clear with what you are willing to embrace in your life. So we already talked about washing it off. Cleanse yourself. It's a good thing to do, but still understanding that you need to deal with it. Uh, get clear of what you are willing to embrace in your life. Once you have decided that you are not putting a negative person out of your life, for, that you're once you decide that you're not putting a negative person out of your life for good, you need to learn to manage them and their negativity in your life. This means you need to get clear on what you're willing to put up with and what you aren't going to tolerate. Um, yes, this, I mean, establishing boundaries. This is a good thing. I get this. Um, but once again, you can't change that person, but you can change the way you look at it. Yeah. So continue to do that. Uh, you might decide... That you will not talk about certain topics, such as money around negative people, because it always leaves you feeling guilty about how much money you make or have. You won't talk about politics because of different points of views, and it always turns into a negative thing. But it's there for a reason. There's there's opportunity for growth, for understanding. To me, like when and and I've I've grown to this point, and I hope that maybe some of you can aspire to this as well. I've come to the point where when I when I see someone negative or that, you know, triggers me in a negative way, I actually kind of get excited because it's like, ooh, I get to learn from them today. Like, what are you, th- what are you going to teach me today? Like, not like, oh, girl, I got to deal with you today. I don't want to deal with you. Ugh. Like, like, oh, God. But there are times when I do that, too. It just depends on what type of mood I'm in. So when I'm in the mood for growth and learning and understanding, I get excited about dealing with negative people. So. Sometimes you need to. Uh, don't react to others' negativity. Respond in a way that serves you. So don't let other people trigger you. Don't let other people take you out of your emotions. Um, rather than trying to correct someone who is being negative, remind yourself that you get to decide how you respond to that person. You don't need to feed into their negativity. This is true. Focus on how you want to show up for the conversation and stick to that. Stay in that positive light. Be that positive. Be the positivity that that you know or that you feel they can't be. Right. Trying to talk about something else that doesn't weigh everyone down. To me, this is just more avoidance. Um, don't avoid it. I'm I'm the type of person that I I try to face things head on, and once I do realize that there's an issue or problem, I'm like I'm I'm trying to just deal with it. Like just throw me into it. I don't want to avoid it. Take on a solutions-based approach. It's generally agreed upon notion that negative people tend to have a problem with every solution. So if you find yourself in the presence of someone who keeps putting up roadblocks, then you might have to hit them hard with tons of solutions for their problems. Um, Although it's not always enough to get them to change their mind, it will at least allow you to walk away from an encounter feeling like you don't hate everything and everyone. 
Um, this is this is a good one too. You know, if someone keeps bringing up all the roadblocks that would stop them from you know achieving their goal or their dreams, just continue to find ways that to avoid those roadblocks or to get around those roadblocks. And you know, every roadblock has has a path around it. And so, in doing that, you know, maybe maybe you can come to a deeper understanding. But once again, even in that situation, the reason why you're having a conversation with someone that continues to bring up all these roadblocks is because you're thinking them too. It's because it's something that you're still holding on to and you're attracting it and you're pulling and you're you're attracting people that are just going to confirm these negative emotions that you're holding on to. Remember that other people's opinions of you aren't important. Uh, one of my favorite quotes is, you know, other people's opinions about you are none of your business. Uh, someone who's quite negative all the time is going to have a thing or two to say about you and your life. You need to get thick skin if you're going to continue to have this negative person in your life and let the comments roll off your back. Remembering that things this person says are not about you at all, but they are but they are finding things in you that they don't like about themselves. So they are projecting that onto you. It's not you, it's them. Yes, this is correct. But if they are projecting them their feelings onto you, then your feelings about them are nothing but projections of how you feel about yourself as well. So remember that this is correct, but they're only looking at it from the one side as if we can shift the blame on everyone else. Remember that. Your opinion of them is the same. It's a reflection of you. If you it's it, to even go deeper, if you're the type of person that feels like this world is falling apart and it's nothing but chaos, that means that internally you feel like you are falling apart and it's nothing but chaos. So find ways to understand that and work with that. Stop trying to change how negative other people are in life. This is true. You can't change people. You can change the way that they look at things by examples, by being an example. I feel that I do that, you know, trying to stay positive, trying to give people a positive outlook on life and, you know, looking at negative situations as opportunities and even doing talks like this. I feel like this is my way of helping negative people grow and change on their own. Just to continue to tell a negative person that they're being negative and, and pointing out their their quote-unquote flaws as far as you're concerned is never going to help someone because it's not positive reinforcement. It's just telling them you're wrong, you're wrong, you're bad, there's something wrong with you, which is not true. Be the best version of yourself you can be. Um, this is just, to me, this is advice that you could put in anything and it would work. Obviously, you should be the best version of yourself you can be. That's what we're all striving to do and we're all doing it in different ways and we're all in different parts of our journey on different paths all trying to grow and just having some compassion and understanding for others and being more loving and respecting the process that everyone is going through can help you with dealing with negative people so this is where I'm going to leave you guys I hope you have some more insight on negative energy negative people maybe a different perspective. If you don't agree with me, that is completely fine. That is your opinion and you're entitled to it. But once again, it's none of my business. <laughs> so I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. I hope you have a wonderful, beautiful day. 
and I will see you again soon. Peace.